Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any oh messages at this time. Kenner, Goodbye. You jerk. You... Maybe we're not going to have Kenner on the show. Ma- Kenner, this mailbox is full. How can we leave him a message? Damn it, Kenner. What is this nonsense? Well, back again. Another episode after a few podcasts. Hey. Hey. Uh, Brown's still without a win. What do you think, Scott? <laughs> I think that I'm going to take a positive spin on it from McNeil and say the parade is still on, so at least there's that to celebrate about. We love to hear that the parade is still on. Uh, Thanksgiving coming soon. Um, I'm excited. Wh- I, I Football, love- food. Football, food, family, man. Can't beat Wh- it. What more can you get? The three Fs. The three Fs. <laughs> That's going to about- be good. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we got Grady vs. Chicks, NFL Picks Week 11, Justin Kinner from ESPN Radio 1410 with the latest uh, college football rankings. They just came out last night. Yep. Um, listen, guys, Ohio State is poised right now. They're in position, and we will talk about it. It's it's. I am excited because as a two-loss Buckeye team, we have a chance. They're not out yet. You know, uh, random thoughts. I mean, many beers. Actually, we talked about the Christmas ale. What are we drinking? We got... We got Christmas sale. We got Christmas sale. That was not even planned. Not even planned. Uh, Great Lakes. Brought to you by Great Lakes tonight. Uh, Stick with us. It's cuffing season. It's cuffing season? Yeah. How ridiculous. This guy's serious right now. A little incoherent. What's happening? Throwing bangers out. OH. Here we go. Want to let everybody know this episode of After a Few Podcasts is brought to you by our friends over at Epic Vapes. Have you ever wanted to stop smoking cigarettes for good? Well, Epic Vapes is here to help you with our healthier alternative. Vaping is taking the world by storm and helping more and more people quit every single day. My good friend and owner Nate has deals going on daily on juice and the latest mods to upgrade your current setup. Go over to a store near you or check out epicvapes.com and get on track to a healthier alternative today. All right, we're back. And before we go any further, I have to ask, what what is cuffing season? Okay, so a co-worker at work is basically saying, yeah, it's cuffing season, so everybody needs to look for a man. Now, I just turn around and start staring at him. Let me give you my definition of cuffing season, okay? This is what me and Scott would do. We get a girlfriend right before Thanksgiving. Why not? Uh, you get all the perks. You don't have to go to the Thanksgiving. Basi- That's true. Basically, you don't have to see anything. You know, you don't have to meet the family. Uh, uh, you don't you go, have to go. You go till Christmas. Eating. You go till Christmas, and then you basically uh, get your gifts, uh, break up, and New Year's um, comes and you make a New Year's resolution basically to n- not do it till next year. <laughs> Actually, that is not what we would that, do. That's like a very Barney Stinson <laughs> move. I so like. Scott got engaged on, at during cuffing season. So I oh, yeah. he cuffed for life, though. Dude, I'll, I'll be honest. I had never heard of cuffing season before. Like, when did when did this term even come out? I've known it's it for probably like 10 years. Been a, seriously? Yeah. I'd never heard of it. 
I was my my definition was something way way different. You don't even have to share if you don't want. Okay, I won't then. Moving on. Barry's got beef. I got tons of beef with this. Now, listen, the NCAA rankings just came out last night. Uh, the top four in right now, um, we got Alabama, we got Clemson, we got Miami, and we got Oklahoma. Now, this is um, – I got beef with this. Listen, I got I got mad beef. Alabama versus Mercer this weekend. Clemson versus the Citadel this weekend. Auburn versus UL Monroe this weekend. Okay, so not only do we have three of the top six teams playing Mercer, the Citadel, and UL Monroe, um, you know, Ohio State plays, they play Illinois, and they're terrible, but right. they're in the bottom, they're in the bottom half of the Big Ten. Okay, for that's, sure. That's just that's just the first thing. So we can't really uh, say anything about that. But let me tell you something. The committee is looking. You can tell they're looking at Ohio State and who they've lost to, uh, and how they are. You know, Oklahoma loss is looking good right now. Now we need Ohio. Like basically, we need Oklahoma to lose. But it's it's just ticking me off. Play somebody. Like if if you're gonna do this, do, you need to put in a playoff system. You can play your conference games, get your conference champion, whatever. But get some playoff games. So you're saying with Oklahoma, the fact that we lost to them is helping us because of what their ranking is now. But now we need them to lose. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Just clarifying. Yeah, because we're gonna get the benefit. We're gonna get the benefit of the doubt, and then we have to play. Uh, we got to play Michigan and Wisconsin probably in the Big Ten championship game. If we win both all of right, those Wisconsin games. Right, Wisconsin is still undefeated, right? Yeah. Yeah. If if we win all of those games and they can't put us in, I mean. You've got a strong there's, argument. But here's, here's the thing. I'm going to get to this later, but three of the five teams that are above us, or three out of five of the top five teams are not going to be there. They are going to get eliminated. It's It's math. They all play each other, buddy. So oh, we got true. a shot, and we're going to jump Notre Dame because Notre Dame has no one to play. If we win impressively, I can't see us not jumping them, and I, I can't see us not jumping them this weekend if we blow them out by 50. Every year, honestly, I think that crazy things – you know, you, you expect crazy things to happen in, in college football, but this year it's like – dude. I, we last sat, weekend was like March Madness, dude. Of, seriously, like it was – Dude, it that, was was the be- that was the best time – that was the best Saturday I've had in a while. Me and Scott basically just sat in my basement, drank beers all day, <laughs> yeah. um, and watched the craziest college football games ever. I mean, the late night games we had one TV on watching the Alabama Mississippi State game. The other TV we had the Miami versus Notre Dame game, and then the yeah. other TV we had Georgia versus um, or no, who do we have on? Who was that other game? I don't remember. We watched so much football, I don't even remember what Dude, the I don't game even know. was. All I'm saying is Ohio State plays a decent schedule. That's This is all I'm yeah. saying. All I'm saying. Um, you, you can still get the bowl games. You can still get all the bowl games, okay? 16-team playoff. Final four can continue on New Year's Day. You can still get your money is basically what I'm saying. You can yeah. get your money. Go get your money at the bowl games. Go make all the money. Uh, teams eliminated from the playoffs are eligible to play in the New Year's Bowl. Still get your money. You see what I'm saying? You're not you're not losing anything. It's a win-win. Uh, you know, more money. That's all anybody in college football cares about. They won't pay the players. So, Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the powers be when it comes down to it. Right now, it's the best show on turf, though. 
Agree it or is. disagree? Uh, I would I would have to agree. Like it's been extremely entertaining. Are you talking like versus the NFL? Yep. I I would say so right now, just because of all the upsets. First of all, that we had um, last weekend, and it, it's just been it's been more entertaining. I think recently the matchups this year so far in the NFL haven't been good. I mean, there have been some you know some yeah. good teams like the Eagles doing as well as they are stuff like that. But college football has been more exciting. Last agree, best show on. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of speaking of this, Scott, you got some beef, I guess. Yeah. Well, speaking of beef, I didn't really have beef, but I got kind of a funny story for you. The guy on the phone with me had beef. So I'm sitting at work today, and I'm doing whatever. Oh. <laughs> and and um, my, my phone starts ringing. And it's this either unknown caller private number or whatever and it called me like three times yesterday i tried to answer it, nobody said anything so today i answer it and there's a pause and i'm like hello and there's a guy on the other end of the line that goes um and just like this uh yes hello uh i am from the u.s treasury department is, is this and then he says my name and i'm like uh yeah this is you're you're from where now Oh yeah, I'm I'm from the U.S. Treasury Department. Uh, I I you were probably wondering why I'm calling. I'm like, yeah. Uh, wh- Dude, why you are do you the calling? Be- you do a great accent. That's so, hilarious. Sidebar. I used sidebar. to. I used to answer the phones. I worked at Little Caesars in high school when I was like 16. Oh god. I used to answer the phones in that voice. Thank you for calling Little Caesar. You like to try a hat and ready? Oh my. And god. people, the, there would be like a 10 second pause. And it was literally like the best part of my day working there because people Dude, had no idea. Like next week, you need to prank call somebody. We need to build that <laughs> into the show where you can prank call somebody because I would just want us to sit here and die. All right, laughing. we'll we'll try my uh, U.S. Tra- I'll call him, say that I'm the U.S. Treasury. Yeah. So anyway, this guy this guy says I'm from the tra- he's from the Treasury Department. He goes on to say that I've won, uh, or that the government is giving me fourteen thousand five hundred dollars, uh, because it's like I, I was. Yep. randomly chosen it's like a rebate like whatever it's just another take on the dude Nigerian you are so thing. lucky i know i was like and i did i screwed them i was like oh my goodness like that's that's fantastic news you know i got a wedding coming up that could really help pay for the wedding like oh that's, my god that's gonna be great it's like i, I really appreciate it he's like oh yeah <laughs> uh I, I i'm i'm glad that you know you're happy about getting the money i'm like yeah he's like well congratulations i just need to verify some details with you and then we'll we'll be able to send you the money. Like okay, so great. you got to your bank account. The, right, exactly. He now has my bank accounts, my PayPal, my credit cards. He bought a speedboat. No, Barry. You didn't give it to him. No. What'd you do? Come though? on. Uh, so he starts asking me like it's some of my information that he already had, like my name and phone number. Obviously, he already has that information. And he keeps going, and uh, is verifying this information. I said, well, w- well, wait a minute. Before we go any further, can I just I just want to ask a couple you a couple of things. Oh, it was okay. And shouldn't mess with people. I said, "Who uh who did you say you work for?" He said, "The US Treasury Department." I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "Um, and remind me, who's the head of the US Treasury Department again?" No, you didn't. I did. I swear to God. Do you even know who it is? No. It's uh Minutian. Um Okay. But I would have never got He that in immediately years. starts getting pissed. Okay. Oh, I'm like, "Do you do you know who the well, sir, I can't provide you with that information. Um, I can give you a number to call my supervisor, and, and he will be able to provide it for you. So, 
oh, you have to have me call your supervisor to tell me who the head of the Treasury Department is? Like, that's public knowledge. Guy has no idea who the head Gosh of the Treasury dang it, Department Scott. is. Quit messing with people, dude. It's going to come back and bite you in the it, butt. It was, it, was, it was pretty great. So I strung him along for a little bit. And then I asked him. He kept going. And I said, well, actually, you know what? I think I owe the Treasury Department money. I need to send you a check. Can I have your name and address and phone number? And then he got really mad and hung up on me. <laughs> so, Scott, here, here's my advice. If you get a spammer that calls you like that, mess with them as much as possible because the time of theirs that you waste is time that they can't spend preying on people that are gullible enough to fall for that crap. Good point. That's my spiel for the day. Good point. So, yeah, Treasury Department called me today, but they couldn't tell me who the head of it was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Scott. So, yeah, anyway, um, back to college football. Let's get uh, Justin Kenner on the horn here and see what he has to say about all these upsets and this craziness that we got going and and see what he thinks about the playoff picture. So we're going to welcome back uh, Justin Kenner for his Kenner Knows Best. Um, We got him in here. NCAA rankings came out last week. Kenner, you know and I know that Ohio State has a shot to make it in. Oh, yeah, they have a shot. I mean – they have a shot. I, I, I don't mean, know if we want to be in, but we have a shot right now with the new rankings that just came I, out. I don't understand that theory. I've heard a lot. I mean, I never even thought of it from that angle. I've had a couple, a lot of callers call in and say, well, you know, they still have a shot, but I don't even want them to get in. And I'm like, that's asinine. Like, that, that, I, I don't understand that mindset. Like, what, what do you – like, I don't get let that. Me, let like, me tell if you – they go and get their ass beat, right. that's better than them not making the playoff and then Urban Meyer just, you know, another year you of – want it. In my opinion, of underachieving. You want it so much as an Ohio State fan, and uh, when they do get in, you feel so good. Last year, I watched the Ohio State-Clemson game at Bally's in Vegas on New Year's, okay? And I'm sitting in there in the sports book, me and my uh, parents, and we're watching this game. Well, I was the only Ohio State fan besides my parents in there, so you know how that turned out. Uh, it's it, it's well, just like I, I want us to get in because I'm a huge Ohio State fan, but um, I don't know. I, I think we can beat, you know, a couple of those teams. I don't really want to play Alabama right now, though. I don't know. We don't know, really know who they are, I guess. Well, and the thing is, the strength of the Buckeyes actually is a strength that is actually going to carry them against these teams. Like last year, the defense was okay, but that defensive front was not anything like what it is this year. Uh, Clemson last year, of course, Sean Watson, that, you know, the strong offensive passing attack that they had, that would have been neutralized greatly by the Buckeyes defensive line that they have this year, as long as those of them aren't targeting in the first quarter or whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, I think that Baker Mayfield, it's a different Buckeye team than from the beginning of the year. If they run into them in the playoff, I don't think they're going to have an issue. I'm real, I'm very confident. I put a lot of money down on the Buckeyes over Oklahoma yeah, again game. because I don't think that, you know, he has a lot of, I mean, that's a good offensive line that they have, but Ohio state's defensive line is just better. Be- Alabama's better since- offense, not a powerhouse offense. They're a lot better from that first, you know, game against Indiana that week two against Oklahoma. Uh, but you look at the way they looked last week. I mean, it was unbelievable. Look, Michigan state's not a great offense, but they're not that bad of an offense either. I mean, that quarterback had thrown for 400 yards, uh, quite a few times heading into that matchup, and then all of a sudden he just looked like as bad as all the other quarterbacks in the Big Ten. I, I mean, it was just, and it all started with the, with what they had up front. So I think that's the key to their success moving forward. We need to stop making it about JT Barrett. Stop making it about wide receivers. 
basically, basically, let's go through the top uh, eight, nine. Let's go through the top ten. And uh, I want to talk teams that actually have a shot in your opinion, okay? Alabama, number one. Obviously, number one. Um, I mean, is there a way that they will not be in the playoff? No, I, I think they're in. Um, of course, I mean, they can't lose two. The reason they can't lose two is because their strength of schedule is, I mean, weak. I think they're getting a lot of the, you know, the tradition treatment. Like, you know, it's Alabama. You know, it doesn't matter who they're playing at the end of the day. You, you're confident. I mean, the committee is going to be confident that if they put Bama in, even if they're suspect from a strength of schedule standpoint, they know Bama is one of the top teams, if not the top team in the country. What's going against Ohio State is that you got to think, I mean, this is your four of the playoffs. The committee has had to really like bend some rules to allow Ohio State to be in in two of the, the first three I years. Mean, I mean, there's some people say that they shouldn't have been in the year that they won the national championship. Some people say they shouldn't have been in last year uh, because they didn't even win the Big Ten championship and Penn State was on the outside looking in. So the committee's going to be saying, you know what, we think Ohio State should be in, but we thought they should have been in last year, and that bit them in the ass. So I'm just wondering if tradition of how they've performed in years past is going to go against Ohio State and why that's going to go for Alabama. That'll be the big question mark. Right, but I'm just saying, if we win out, it, how can you not put one team from the Big Ten in there if they're one of the best conferences? They won the – Well, I think – you know, And, and they're, I think we make, they're not playing cupcakes. We're not playing Mercer. We're not playing the Citadel. You know, we're, we're not playing UL Monroe. We're playing Illinois. They are part of our Big Ten conference. What more can we do? But now – People aren't. People don't want to look at that, and I think. Um, and I just want to jump right to Clemson, Miami, though. Like, it, I mean, Miami. Obviously, you got to put up there, but Clemson. I thought they were suspect. I would have put Oklahoma over them. I thought it was a little crazy. I mean, they moved up four for a win over Notre Dame, and uh, you know they moved up a lot. Miami, of course. The one that bothered me is. I don't see why Clemson is number two. Like, I feel like the committee is just totally ignoring the loss that they had earlier in the season. Like, it was a bad loss. It's not a good loss. You don't lose to Syracuse. Yeah, but you know what they're saying, oh, you Kenner? Did. You know what they're saying is because they the um, quarterback got hurt that game, went out, and they ended up losing. Yeah, but, but the quarterback's not going to stop Syracuse from driving down the field and putting up points at ease the way they did that game, that too. Nuts. I get that completely, but at the end of the day, like – you know, that you again, I mean, I'm back and forth on it. Yes, you can't hold the loss against them if they're without their quarterback, but at the same time, the loss happened. It's not a mulligan. All right. The margin for error for these teams is slim. So, I mean, if they're going to ignore that loss to Syracuse, I mean, Iowa's a lot better team than Syracuse. Right. Like that, that loss, the only thing going against Ohio State is they got their panties pulled down by <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they lost by a field goal, they got embarrassed. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I'm not worried that they lost to Iowa. I'm just worried about the committee's going to sit there and say, hey, look, you know, it, Ohio State could be the Penn State of last year. They're going to win the Big Ten, and I have a feeling they might be left out just like Penn State was last year. And Penn State got left out last year because they got embarrassed by Penn, or, uh, by Pittsburgh and blown out by Michigan before that win over Ohio State and winning out. Yeah. I think the way they lost is going to come back and haunt them. I think too. they're they're figuring though some of these teams got to lose. They're honest to God could be a chance that a two loss team gets in. Um, I do want to ignore Oklahoma at number four, not because I don't like Oklahoma, but they deserve to be in the top four somewhere. One to four, I don't really care. They're in. Wisconsin undefeated at number five, sitting behind Oklahoma, one spot. Um, what do they? I mean, they have to win out, but what? the committee's showing them no love over Clemson, you know? 
the, I mean, the other thing to keep in mind too, guys, is this, uh, we keep making this about conference champions. Like I know that that plays a huge role in it, but I think we're making too much about, okay, Alabama is going to represent the SEC. Clemson is going to represent the ACC, Oklahoma, the big 12. And then that just leaves the big 10 to be represented because the PAC 12 shot itself in the foot. I really do think we're making too much of that. I would not be surprised if the committee tried to make a statement this year and said, look, the, the conference championships are supposed to enhance your body of work. It's not going to be the do or die. I'm not one of those that believes that all conferences have to be represented. I just want to see the four best teams. Now, I'm kind of weary of that because if the, if the committee goes that route, the four best teams, they might just say, okay, we don't give a shit who, what conference you're from. We're just going to pick the four best teams. Even though we think Ohio State is, now you're going to be like comparing a two-loss Auburn versus a two-loss Ohio State. Right. Auburn might get the right, edge. That's what a I'm two saying. two-loss or one-loss Georgia might get the edge over. It's not as – like we're, people are making it too simple to like ease their minds. I'm just worried that we're making it too simple because I do believe that we might see two – we're going to see two teams from one conference in this year's playoff, I think. Yeah, but – I want to be right, wrong on it, but I do believe this will be the year right that happens. Right now it's set up, though, Clemson-Miami – right now with a do or die game in the ACC title game could, um, you know, could set up them, them to get in. The SEC is set up with Auburn, but um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to tell, but do you think that Clemson Miami have a chance to get in? Then you think two ACCs could get in or two SECs, definitely not two big tens this year, but you never know if the pieces fall. What if Ohio state plus Wisconsin crazy Ohio state gets and and Wisconsin gets in because all these teams lose. You never know, and that's what the crazy thing about this whole stinking thing is. You never know. It's like fun. Yeah, you you don't yeah. know. The the ACC is the most intriguing to me because I have a hard time believing that if Clemson beats Miami later in the regular season, and then Miami turns around and beats Clemson in the in the ACC championship, I'm having a hard time believing that the committee is going to keep both of those teams out. Like. That the big, I mean, especially depends on how they lose and how they win, all that fun stuff. But the ACC is very interesting. I remember the first podcast I did with you guys. We were previewing Buckeyes, obviously, but it was it was all SEC talk as well about what to expect from them. We could see maybe you know a couple representatives from them, and if it's all said yeah. and done, the ACC kind of swooped in and by surprise, you know, Florida State's not the team that's involved with this as well. Can you imagine moving forward if the U really is back? I mean, you're going to have. Miami, you're going to have Auburn or not Auburn, Clemson. I'm sorry, in Miami and and Florida State. Yeah. Moving forward, the SEC, of course, you're going to have Bama and Georgia set up for long-term success. There's rumors of Chip Kelly going to Florida. So all of a sudden, that's another team that's going to be in the driver's seat. You know, one of the top two. College football is about to get fun, and uh, I just wish Harbaugh would do something with that damn team up north so that the Big Ten can be a little bit more intriguing than what it already has been. Speaking of that big matchup this weekend, uh, in what or at Wisconsin. Um, I don't think they have any shot to beat them, but you never know. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, who do, you have to go for Wisconsin here, yeah. but it's not whoever you, you go need, for. It has to be a you, game. yeah. You need it to be like a field goal or a touchdown game. Uh, Wisconsin wins. You know, Michigan stays hanging around the top twenty-five rankings. Maybe they can get a win. Um, or no, Ohio State. Yeah, because yeah. like. Like if was if Wisconsin beats Michigan by a field goal or by one possession by a touchdown then Michigan's not going to fall out of the top 25, and they're not going to at least be pushed back that far. Are they even in the yeah, – t- yeah, they're, 20, well, they they're might top, they're bounce out. They're 24 right now. 
They're 24, yeah. So, again, like, it, I don't know how far back they'd fall back, but the bottom line is, is if, if Wisconsin can beat Michigan by three, maybe Michigan drops out, but they're still, you know, ranked up high enough to where Ohio State, if they beat them, that's still a quality win. And then Wisconsin's a quality win to close out the season. Ohio State, they don't control the, the only team that controls their own destiny moving forward, really, is, is Wisconsin. I, I mean, I do think if Wisconsin wins out, they're a shoe in. Okay. The the Big Ten will get a team in for sure if Wisconsin wins out. It will be a wild card if Ohio State wins out. I think they still have a chance, but I do think that they have the highest percentage chance of being represented if Wisconsin wins out. But I don't give a shit about the Big Ten. I just want Ohio State to get in. Okay. I'm going to get you out of here on this. Basically, we know the top four right now, Alabama, Clemson, Miami, Oklahoma. What are your top four? My top four, uh, I truly believe uh, Alabama's one. Um, Oklahoma has to be two. You could make a legit argument of Oklahoma okay. being one. They beat Ohio State right. on the road. They ha- they beat Iowa. I mean, they, they have legit. They have the body. No, they, they, have the body. they have legit road yeah. wins. Like they have legit big time wins. On uh, they have the two sexiest wins of all the top four teams. I mean, they beat Ohio State on the road. I mean, they beat Texas. They beat Oklahoma. They blew out Oklahoma State. Now, granted. I guess they put up 62. They didn't really blow out Oklahoma State because they won 62 to 52. Yeah, but TCU, you know, they beat the number six team in the country, you know, 38 to 20 on the road. They beat the number, you know, Ohio State was two at the time. They beat them on the road. So I just think they have the sexiest, like, resume as we sit here today. I'm surprised they're four. I think their resume is better than Clemson's and better than Miami's. But the four is right. I would just put Oklahoma two. Uh, Miami three and Clemson four, just because the loss to Syracuse, I can't not see that. Well, I don't think they would. I don't think they would do that anyway. I mean, because I don't think you can have two ACC teams playing back to back. But we'll have to see as time will tell. Uh, next week, I'm sure we'll actually. This week is pretty much a cupcake week, so uh, I would say we're going to be sitting pretty. Actually. Um, I don't think anybody's going to get upset. I think it's going to stay the same, but I think it's a boring week. I think uh, it's going to it's a it's a boring week. Hopefully, the NFL is uh, entertaining. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, as crazy as last weekend was, I can't believe the NCAA. I mean, college football follows it, but this week, I mean, but I guess after all the chaos, it's just another week for people to exhale a yeah, little bit. Definitely, I don't. I don't think we're going down. Michigan week's coming but, up. Uh, Justin Kenner, ESPN Radio, fourteen ten um, at fourteen ten Kenner on Twitter. Uh, anything else you got to say, Kenner? Yeah, I'm gonna, I want to ask you guys. I put this out on Twitter earlier. It's an NBA question. I know everyone's all gung ho about NFL and, and college football right now. The rookie of the year thing. I know this is very random, but I got in that huge argument with some callers earlier okay. about it, and it drives me nuts. And your take on this? Rookie of the year. Are you? I mean, it, Ben Simmons is being considered like he's the front runner for rookie of the year already here in the yeah. NBA. He's not a rookie. I don't care if he missed his whole rookie year because of injury. Like there's still a lot to be said about sitting off on the sideline and still like watching how the team prepares and learn. I mean, there's so much that you're learning, just observing, even if you're out injured to still give you an upper hand. I mean, to say Lonzo ball, Oh, he's a bust. He's not, you know, he, you know, he's not looking good right now. Ben Simmons is the real, you know, he's the real rookie of the year candidate. No, he's not. Like I believe Lonzo ball a year from now, we're going to be sitting here. Like Lonzo wasn't brought in to score. Lonzo's never going to average 28 points a game. And if he does more power to him, but I think he's going to be a, you know, 15 to 17 points a game type guy. He's going to average nine to 10 rebounds. And I think he's going to be a near triple double type dude because that's just his game. 
Like we're, it's going to be less flashy than that of a rest of Westbrook with what we saw last year. But I do believe Lonzo is going to be a great NBA point guard because he's not going to be about the scoring. It's going to be about the facilitating and the rebounding. And hopefully he can learn how to play some defense. Jesus. Yeah. But you know, to sit there and say, oh, he's not going to win rookie of the year because Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons set out a whole year. And every time the Sixers draft somebody, it's like they get two rookie years and it pisses me off. Yeah. Totally agree. Kenner. We appreciate you. That was random. We- I know. That was random, no, I know. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. We uh we didn't have I don't think we got anything NBA. We'll probably won't amp that up till the Cavs win a game now. Just joking. All right, Kenner. Uh we're gonna get you <laughs> we're gonna get you out of here. We appreciate you joining us, buddy. All right, Kenner, we appreciate having you on. As always, Kenner knows best, fourteen ten ESPN radio Dayton. Uh let's just go, jump straight to NFL. Really great week last week. Digging it. I mean, it was. We, and we're we're gonna I I said that you know it's the college football is better than the NFL, but right now, like the uh, past couple of weeks, the NFL has kind of stepped up their game. Seven one possession games last week. Yeah, that's it was true. A, you know, with the one o'clock finishes were really good. So like you can't. It was you, a great witching hour last week. Uh, this just in: Zeke is finally out six games. He finally owned up. Right. I guess he he just you know was tired of fighting it. He probably ran out of money. Right. I mean, plus, what's Dallas's record anyway? Like, is it? Yeah, but if they, if he would have, if he would have got it, like a he should have got it over. Yeah, he should have got it over. What was he thinking? Oh, a hundred percent agree. Because I mean, they lost. They were like three and three. Here's at, my thing, though. The first six games. Here's my thing, though. If uh, Dallas does find a way to make it into the playoffs without Zeke, Zeke gets six weeks off, and. um He's not getting hit. He's not getting bruised up. He can get healthy, and he can stay in better shape if he's just work. You know, just working on his cardio. Uh, they could be scary. I mean, I, they I, could be poised. I'm not kidding. He's a difference maker. You see how bad the Cowboys looked on Sunday. Oh, 100. percent I mean, I I don't disagree with that. They looked bad without him, and they're trying to figure out that offense without him now because it obviously revolves around him and makes their passing game exist basically without him you know you don't even have much of a passing game Prescott with two fumbles this past week too so I mean they're just their line is getting killed up you know that's not helping yourself though but if he's off for six weeks though like he's suspended he can't even have any team activity yeah so today's week all right so let me break it down for you this week is week 11 right so six game he already served last game so he's got five more so that's week 16 week week 17 Right, he comes back for the last yep. week of the regular season. Right. I mean, and it and if that's a win or go home situation, I like it. I like the Cowboys winning that game because Zeke is that much of a difference I'm not even kidding. Yeah, but if he doesn't get, is he still going to stay with uh, that much synergy with the team after six weeks off? Though you bet. I, I mean, I'm sure he'll train and stuff. It's I don't think he a has... lot of people had doubts after last year's uh, breakout performance as a rookie right. if he would come back and do it again. And honest to God, I mean. All I got to say is you've seen how the Cowboys looked last week without him. They they didn't look good. Yeah, that's fair. Speaking of the Cowboys, Jerry Jones out for Goodell's job, threatening (laughs) to sue the NFL. He is not happy. No, it's Jerry Jerry being Jerry. Yeah, but here's my thing. Are all the other commissioners going to get ticked off at Jerry for suing their league? So basically Jerry is paying himself. Because Jerry Jones owns like half the NFL, it seems. Well, yeah, I mean, Jerry's heavily invested in the NFL. But – I'm it's I'm sure it's not just Jerry behind this. Other owners have to have So you think other people will step up. Absolutely. He's gotta have support on this because he wouldn't do it if it was going to 
negatively impact him, especially financially, to any great degree. Jerry is a smart guy, and you say what you want about him. He is a heck of a good businessman. That's why he's where he's at. Yep. And he doesn't make stupid reactionary moves. Speaking of businessmen, uh, Tom Brady, straight up business. Goes into Denver, just lights him up, kicks the dog crap out of him. Yeah, I mean, anybody that was worried about his matchup versus that defense uh, shouldn't have been because I don't think he's human. I seriously, I don't. I think he is. Like, he is seriously bionic, <laughs> or something. I, I agree. I think he's it, like half a robot. I do want to note on this game as a Broncos fan. Okay, so Trevor Simeon, I get the bench, and let's give Brock Osweiler a chance. But right. uh, now, find out that he is third string on the Broncos. The Brock Osweiler is number one, and Trevor Simeon is third string. Well, I mean, Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler is pretty good, right? I mean. No, he's he's the worst. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I mean, <laughs> I know, and the Browns are still paying his damn salary. Yeah, I uh, don't care about that. All I, I don't care about that. It's just like, right? How does Simeon go from th- so uh, what? Um, Paxton's number two. Paxton's number two. Um, I basi- mean, at this point, just start Paxton if you're going to take. No, but what I'm saying is, Simeon starts three and zero as a Broncos starter, and. Um, True. And and now we're going to cut the cord. Maybe we need to look at other places as well because yeah, the coaching staff and the play calling is be, is is becoming bad. Yeah. You know, if you don't trust your quarterback, that's fine. But they were letting Trevor Simeon throw. Like Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders were still getting their numbers. Now, Emmanuel Sanders had a big game. Your line's also suspect too, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is why are you giving up on Simeon that early? I mean, they've got to make a change. They're probably under Why do they have to make a change? You gotta just get something. somebody better to Have replace you seen him. Now they're playing. Just get somebody better to replace him. My question is: If the Broncos like ever trade or release Osweiler, and another team picks him up, do they have to take Cleveland's salary, or did they get him for like the seven hundred fifty k? No, I think uh, I think that's only good through. I forget how, how long his contract is for. I think it was a short term contract though. So I think Cleveland pays it like through the end of this year. Don't the Broncos only have him for a year? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so I want to do something here. We've had a lot of injuries this year Yep. in the NFL. Okay. And, therefore, we've had a lot of changing personnel. It's been a crazy year for fantasy. So, I want to do a little bit uh, toot it or boot it with some of the newer faces and I'm in. emerging faces. You in for that? All right. So I'm tooting it if I like it. I'm booting it if I hate it. I'm yeah, in. yeah. And I'm just gonna give you a player name, and you let me know if you think that they're uh, they're for real or not. Okay. Uh, like first off, I've got Ken Kenyon Drake from Miami Dolphins replaced um, as the number one running back. Replaced Jay Ajayi after he went to Philadelphia. Tooted or booted on Kenyon Drake. Seventeen fantasy points this past week. Boot it. Definitely boot it. Um, I'm going to toot it if you got him on your lineup storing him, but I'm booting it from a perspective. I don't think he's going to have that big of a game. He plays Tampa Bay this week. Yeah, I know, but it, it's – they uh, Cutler's terrible. Well, yeah. He's he's not very good. Well, their I mean, line they're, is they're, terrible, yeah. too. I mean, Ajayi just didn't fit. I don't know how Kenny Drake's going to fit. Like, he had a breakout game, but I felt like they were just trying to feed him to, like, get more yards than – 
I mean, you knew where the ball name. was going. The rest of their team sucks. Yeah. So, so I'm boot. I'm booting right. it, but yeah, I'm Bo- booting, booting it. Kenyon Drake. Um. All right, Juju Smith Schuster, Steelers. Right now, I gotta toot it, but. I don't like it for the long run just because at some point Antonio Brown and uh, Le'Veon Bell are going to take over um, to the point where there might not be any points there. There might not be any points out there on the offense. Now I think he's good for about 10 and under a game. um, And he has potential to break out to like 19. Now I don't think I would play him deep in my lineup. If I had another kind of comparable guy, I'd probably go with the other guy, but Juju Smith's just, He's he's playing well. Yeah, I mean he's been over. He was over twenty this past week, and he went for thirty four the week before that. He's only had I think like two weeks under. Yeah, actually under thinking about points. it now, I'll toot it for the long run. I'll, I'll toot you it. Toot it for the long run. I'm tooting it for the long run, and here's why. Even with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, there's been enough to go around recently, especially in the last couple of weeks. Antonio Brown still had about as many points last week as Smith Schuster did. He's just got big playability. And uh, especially yeah. when you play lockdown corners um, like a Patrick Peterson or whoever, right. um, you know, that just frees him up even more. So what else you got? I got uh, next. I got Robert Woods. Robert Woods would be a really good pickup if he was on my team. If he's not on my team, then I don't really care. So I'm going <laughs> to boot it. Um, he had a really big breakout game last week. Um, anybody on there that picked him up on waivers is probably loving it. Um I don't trust I don't trust the uh, Rams offense to continue at the pace they're at, but I I do also look for them to feed Gurley more limiting pass attempts. But we'll see. Okay, uh, talking about the Rams offense, then let's talk about uh, Jared Goff. Tooted or booted on Jared Goff? Then I'm tooting it just because if uh, somebody's trying to shut down the run, like what they should be doing. And what teams are trying to do, and then he's able to spread it open over the middle. Um, I'm I'm tooting him. What he's looking good. But again, that's an offense that's too has probably, arguably, one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, frees up the passing game to be able to do. Yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. Okay, and last but not least, Green Bay Packers. Jamal Williams now the running back with Montgomery and uh, Jones both uh, out. Tooted or booted, Jamal Williams. I'm booting it just because uh, Brett Hundley is trying to be so much like Aaron Rodgers. It's unfreaking believable. <laughs> he is. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! If you watch, I mean, he it's has like the, the one bad shot. karaoke of Aaron yeah, Rodgers. And like he threw a he threw a really good pass in the fourth quarter to pretty much seal the game. I think he did. And uh, Rogers kind of gave a like, okay, I see you, young buck. Right. You know. And the commentators all day were like, oh, that was very Aaron Rodgers like. Yeah. I mean, the dude goes out there like his one one chin strap. I can't take you seriously as a football player. Um, <laughs> good grief! I'm booting it. All right. Sounds good. Let's see, you you want to get Grady in here while we're on the NFL? Yeah, let's get Grady in here. And uh, I've been waiting for this, but I want to, I want to talk about our fantasy week last week a little bit, and I'm sure Grady will have some comments on that as well. Yeah, Grady can suck it. <laughs> well, let's get him on the phone. Grady, you're on the air with After a Few Podcasts. How we doing? Hey, Grady, this is your best friends. Happy hey, bir- what's happy, up, guys? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Grady. Yeah, thanks. You're about a week late, but thanks. How we doing? Yeah, Grady versus Chicks NFL picks. This is Grady. Hey, uh, basically, hey, ba- I'm doing pretty good. Grady, um, I know you're gonna roast me in fantasy, but let me just uh, let's, yes. let's 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 get the let's get the picks done. Uh, girls put in some put in some bangers. 
I did want to let you know that they had a celebrity um, picker with them last week. Trish, yeah. And she ended up uh, helping them. So now you're only up three. I mean, how do you feel, buddy? Um, I, so how many did I lose by last week? Two. Two? Okay. Well, I got. I guess I got to bounce back, right? Because they're starting to catch me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I still got a little bit of a cushion. So hopefully I can, uh, you know, get more right than them this week. You better, so we'll you better see what get happens. moving, buddy. They let's, close get, the gap. let's get to your picks because I know you're going to roast me. All right. Uh, let's start it out. Thursday night game, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Detroit at Chicago. Detroit. The Jaguars at the Cleveland Browns. Jags. Oh, man. Baltimore at Green Bay. Um, Baltimore. Tampa Bay versus Miami. Tampa Bay. Arizona versus Houston. Arizona. Rams versus Vikings. Vikings. Redskins versus Saints. Saints. Kansas City versus Giants. Kansas City. Buffalo at the Chargers. Chargers. Cincinnati at Denver. Toilet Bowl. Um, Cincinnati. 30 seconds. Patriots at the Oakland Raiders. Um, the Raiders. Eagles at Cowboys. Eagles. And last game, Monday night game, Atlanta at Seattle, 8.30 p.m. Who you got? Seattle. Okay, Grady. Good picks. Hate you. What do you got? I, I lost in fantasy this right. week, so I'm going to get it. Here yeah, we go. I've been waiting for this. Please, Grady, the floor is yours. <laughs> Unload on him. Well, uh, I just first want to start out with the fact that Scott, what did we say when he went on his rant about how he thought his team was coming together? We said, you know what, Barry, we're just going to let you go. We're just going to let you talk, but I don't think uh, it's going to work out for you. Yep. And uh, you scored 81 points. So I'm not surprised that you played shitty. Your fantasy team played played shitty. Um, in a way, I feel bad for you because it's not looking good. You're really trending down. Uh, honestly, other than that, I'm not going to roast you that hard. All right. Well, first of all, that um, because... was that was a good enough. I do not feel bad for you. I'm oh, taking boy. over. I do not feel bad for you. Yeah. I told you I hope that you lose every game the rest of the season. I hope all your guys get hurt. <laughs> and I hope that that week last week is your highest scoring week for the rest of the year. That is my hope. Well, I know you guys are sneaking up. Uh, six and four, I'm seven and three. You guys are right on the heels, but boys. There's a lot of uh, there's three weeks left in the end of the season. Um, it's impressive that we're all three in the top five. Um, Hayden, I think, is going to run away with it, but we'll see with top, the Zeke situation. Top four, actually. Thank you very much. We're all in the playoffs as of right now. Top four. Oh, Dane lost last week, so okay. Scotty K's back in the playoff picture. No, Dane won. Dane lost. Uh, maybe he didn't. I don't know. I checked. But, yeah, but I- Dane lost because. Wait, they lost because his defense choked. He ended up losing to Nick. Right. Nick was down four or five so yeah, at the beginning defense. of that game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So, so that was entertaining. So uh, <laughs> I, I understand they're getting close. Um, Grady, you got to get more more angst behind that. I was expecting more nope. passion. Listen, you got to just tear him a new one because he needs to be beat down. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of these days. My team's gonna rise up and show itself, but. Over the past like four weeks, it's been like you said, trending down, and I don't like it. Well, here's the thing, Scott. In my defense, I don't want to start trying to bury people. I'm just trying to stay in my lane. I don't want to, you know, uh, just bash other people, and then uh, I don't know. I just think it brings me bad luck. So I'm just trying to stay in my lane. My guys are playing pretty good right now. Uh, I beat I beat Hayden by thirty, well over thirty, I think, last week. Yep. So, and he was a, you know, the number one guy in our fantasy league. So, so you're tooting your, um, you're tooting your horn pretty hard here. I know. No, I am not. No, no, I'm not. I think we did a, yeah, you suck, Grady. Let's just make this all about Grady. We're done. I gave you a chance to rip into Barry and now we're just going to turn it back around Oh, see what happened there, Grady? Little flip-flop, flip-flop, (laughs) flip-flop. Hey, uh, on a more serious note, on a more serious note, who do you have this week? Um, I play, uh, Sky, I play your brother. So ah. play him. Then the next week I play, uh, Alex. And then the final week I play Jay. So I've got, uh, three matchups. I think I can win, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. I think that's, everybody thinks they can win at all times, even when your team is bad, but I, I might need <laughs> to start facing the music. We shall see. Hey, real quick. Um, uh... Browns right now, last team without a yeah, win. Yeah, let's get to that segment, dude. Let's uh, what, what are we calling this? The Brown Browns stay brown. Yeah, is that what this is? Yeah. Okay. It's like crapping in your pants. It's always going to stay brown. <laughs> they're always going to be crappy. So they're still on pace. I don't know if you heard last week's podcast. We talked to McNeil about the perfect uh, season parade. Still on pace for that. Um, what do you think? First of all, let's start off with uh, with with Josh Gordon. What do you think about uh, Josh Gordon? Listen, coming back. Listen, Josh. Well, I haven't followed much of the story other than that he is he's partially reinstated into the National Football League. So, what is he allowed to practice with the Browns, but he can't play in, in any games for a certain I don't know two three more weeks? Did they say something? Yeah, it's, I have de- no it's idea. December. He can come. He yeah. can come back and rejoin the team. He can play December. Some, I think it's first week of December. Something like okay. that. All I know is. Uh, he was probably back there with Hugh Jackson uh, passing stuff around because <laughs> after after that play call I seen before half, um, no timeouts are on the three-yard line, down a touchdown, and they run a QB draw with no uh, – or a QB sneak with no uh, timeouts. No timeouts. Clock runs out. They don't even get a field goal. How on- – Yeah, I tweeted something right after that happened. I was like, that is the most – Browns call. I think I've I mean, witnessed in a it's while. It's just halftime too, with no timeout. Yeah, it's just halftime it's hiccups. Such a Browns right? play call. Yeah. What? What? You know, I honest to God, I I probably know, it's not Hugh Jackson. Like he's probably not calling that play. Obviously, like, do you want to play for your job or not? Um, but I honest to God want to sit down, talk to whoever did and pick their brain because I got to figure out how in the entire world that was the best play call you had. I mean, that was, that was definitely bad. I was surprised, honestly, that they also didn't call defensive delay a game on that because the Detroit guys would not get up off them and let them (laughs) run another play. It was kind of funny, actually. I mean, so that's just Brown staying Browns because they're always going to be, uh, 
crappy. They're always going to be poop. I yeah. mean, what's like, are they going to, hey, I, I actually have a, I have a bold statement for you too. Are you ready for that? Oh God. Bold statement. Yeah. I think the Cleveland Browns will win two games the rest of the, the, the season. They're going to win two I think games. They'll, they'll find a, I think they'll find a way to get one. And then at the very tail end of the year, they're going to get one. Maybe like the last game of the year. I really think they're going to win two football games. That's my bold statement of the night. So who who do you think they're going to beat? And I'll give you their last six games because I have the schedule in front of me. You've got uh, Jags this week, Bengals, Chargers, Packers, Ravens, Bears, Steelers. Which two teams are they going to beat out of that? I think they can beat the Chargers, and I think they might be able to win an ugly game against the Ravens. Really? That, that's what I think. Yeah, I think they, they'll win two football games this year. I mean, for God's sakes, if anything out of that, I'd have, said, uh, I'd have probably said Bengals-Packers, to be honest with you. I thought that too, but I don't know. But two Watching games, Chargers, really? Man, two games, you think they're going to win? Yep, yep. Well, that's my bold statement. Coming I think from they're the, going to win two football games. Coming from the moron that said we were going to win six at the beginning of the season right here, so I guess I don't have any room to talk. <laughs> Yeah, Grady. Um, we'll see. I, I don't know. I just have this feeling. Because here's the thing. Even though they are losing football games, and yes, they're kind of finding ways to lose the football games, they're still hanging around. So I have to think uh, in the tail end of a year when maybe a team already has a playoff berth, um, you know, they might they, the other team might bring in other guys that aren't typically the starters. They might find themselves winning a football game. And I think they're going to win too. So we'll see. Dude, um, listen to what I... Even though the two teams that I listed probably aren't going to make the playoffs. Well, uh, you don't have I to still, make the playoffs to beat the Browns, the though. The Dude, hey. listen to what I just did on Twitter. Okay, so I was trying to text Ashley back about the dogs, and I said, and this is what I tweeted 13 minutes ago. No, just let them out, babe. They had food. <laughs> okay. So I tw- I accidentally tweeted that. I was trying to uh, respond to my wife. And then uh, this Ride the Pine Radio, at Radio RTP. Go follow this dude. He goes, well, this is awkward. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> quote, he quote tweets me, dude. This That guy's a legend. Hey. Whatever works. You you need to quit trying to multitask. You can't handle it. Yeah, I know. But my wife's texting me, and I'm like, "Gosh, dang it! I got to text her back." Well, actually, I mean, at least that's it. all that it was. It could have been way worse than that. I know. <laughs> Are you serious? It is cuffing. Hey, Grady, what do you think about uh, what do you think about cuffing season? Yeah. Hey, what, uh, what's what are you trying to do with that? Yeah, how's cuffing season going at your household? I don't even. What is cuffing season? What, what do you think? I have absolutely no idea what you're talking. What do you think cuffing season is? What's your definition of cuffing season? Cuffing season. Uh, I think cuffing refers to like cuffing boobies. So if I would go and like bean dip, uh, nick her out, it's like cuffing season. <laughs> That's it. That's what I think it is. All right. Basically, what it is is you get girls and guys hook up, or not like basically get together and. Uh, they're looking for a relationship. They're looking for a mild relationship before Christmas, and then once uh, once the summer comes, it's all over with. But shouting. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's like a summer fling, but it's in the winter. Basically. Exactly. So. Uh, uh, well, 
It's not going great here. <laughs> uh, in terms of that, it's not going great here if we're talking about that type of cuffing. But I, uh, I've been dipped Nick and Al probably twice a night. So <laughs> Those, if that's our definition, then it's going pretty well. The, that's the Nick, Nick and Al are the only boobies that you're playing with right now, so that's what I'm hearing. Dude, bean, yeah, bean, correct. Bean, yep. bean dip is the funniest thing ever. Oh, you, you literally uh, get underneath somebody, flop it, and it's called bean dip. I... <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. All right. On that note, Grady, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, best of luck with, I don't know, whatever. Go go out, go out and get some other boobies other than Nick and Al's. That's just depressing. All right. Well, I'll try, but uh, no promises on this end. So uh, thanks for having me on, guys. It's always a blast. All right, Grady, we appreciate it. Have a good one. Bye, Grady. Miss you. Yep. See you guys. All right, Grady. Thanks, Kim, for coming on. But Browns went in two games, though. Come on. And and I work for the U.S. Treasury Department. (laughs) That's what I have to say about that. Hello. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, moving right along. Last segment of the day. Would you rather? You go first. I'm going first. All right. Um, Barry, would you rather have to wear wet socks for an entire year or not be able to shower? Hmm. I would probably, um, I'd probably not shower because the, I, I'm going to obviously walk around. Right. Um, wet socks is not fun. My feet start, whatever you call it up. I don't like that. Cr- uh, wrinkling up or whatever. All I'm saying is yeah, I have to shower. Dude, I looked at my hair today after I showered and I'm like, dude, who cut my hair? It was some lady at. Some lady at Great Clips or whatever, just screwing things up as usual. Why, why do you Why do you have so much, so many problems with with hairstylists? I feel like this is a uh, a repeat thing. <sighs> like, do, are you just not a Are you just not a good uh, customer or what? Uh, no, I'm not. You're not a good customer. No, no. Well, well, here's my would you rather. Okay, the, the, one of these ways you're probably gonna die. Okay. An apartment building on fire. You're on the 30th floor. That's the one option. Burning building. Okay. Uh, the next option is spend one night in a locked room with a serial killer. Oh, screw that. I'm the burning building, 100%. You're go. You're 100%. I am not spending, no, in yeah. a locked room with a serial killer. Like, can I see the serial killer? Yeah, you're in a lo- you're just in a locked room with him. Nah, screw the dude. That freaks me out. Uh, that that freaks doesn't me it? out. That's what no I, I read it. I'm like, wow, that's that would suck. That's creepy. I would take my chances on the thirtieth floor. Actually, I would probably take my chances with the serial killer just for this simple fact that I think we could be friends. I think I could make him a believer. So wait, I mean, if, if we you both, could make him a believer in what? If if all I got to do is spend a night in. What's the worst? We could just sit there and talk. I mean, you know. Do you know anything about serial killers and like? Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're trying to hunt me. I'm taking my chances, right? I'm gonna probably die on the thirtieth floor. Yeah, but he's locked in the room with you, and he's a serial killer. He doesn't have anything better to do. Right, but I, like your I personality said, is not that good. You're not gonna win him over. Oh not good God. enough to win over a serial killer. 
I think I could. No way. You're not that charming. I can like throw Don't knives. Don't kid yourself. You sound like Grady right now. Come I can throw knives and stuff. You could throw. Where are you getting throwing knives? Okay. No. You know. Not happening. I'm just trying to f- defend myself. Whatever. You you have fun with the serial killer. Are you? That's. You're weird. All right. That's all we have time for tonight. Barry's weird and wants to go hang out with serial killers. Uh, follow us on Twitter at After a Few Pod. Uh, like, rate, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Podcasts, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Um, appreciate all the love. Thanks, guys, for listening. Hey, guys. Appreciate you. Peace.